So can you at least explain what picture I'm looking at instead of your face? Oh, yeah, my it's got to be my Google account, which is uh, from YouTube uh, 12 years ago when uh -huh. I recorded uh, Ty destroying a CRT monitor. With oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, all, okay. All, all that tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and then we just, when we didn't know what else to do with all the garbage, we just pushed it onto the train tracks and walked away. <laughs> Sweet. As you if, do. If, <laughs> If there's ever a situation there's like two Raymonds and then one Raymond's like, I'm the real Raymond. I'm the real Raymond. <laughs> this is the question we need to ask. Like, tell the story behind the picture of your Google account. Yes. <laughs> well, I had to have fun because it, it, I tried to just, because TJ made the meat and I tried made the meat. I didn't. <laughs> Made the Google Meet. <laughs> I tried to join and it was like, you can't join with your school account. What are you trying to do, illegal? So I had to like, I'm in as a guest right now, so I don't oh. have a picture. I'm not even a real person. TJ made the meat. TJ also made the schmeat. Oh, got that schmeat. <laughs> well, as uh, as you might be able to tell, we're we're back with another episode of Never Seen Any of This. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. <laughs> I'm TJ. And I'm Raymond. And we're we're back to the virtual hellscape that is 2020. Yeah, I, I completely forgotten that we had started recording. <laughs> oh yeah, we always it have our cold open. Sweet talk. Just talk, Shmeet. talking about sweet well, My my schmeet in particular is, is yes. a topic that's generally off the table. TJ made the schmeat. I I am a I am a meat man. That's that's what on on my dating profile. I that's that's my job title. Oh. My occupation is is mm. meat man at TJ's. That's not not wrong. Yeah, yeah I'm, you, I mean, come up with a better title. There yeah, isn't one. <laughs> meat doctor. Ooh, that's not bad. Like a carnologist. <laughs> We're getting farther away. And <laughs> Hey, I honestly cannot think of a better way to start a podcast than a thorough discussion about TJ's Schmeet. <laughs> and different ways Not we can call him the Meat Man. <laughs> one day it could be America's Schmeet. Oh. If I, you know, if I try, if I try. Just one day. Oh. One day. One day. A boy can dream. <laughs> Little topical news here. We'll, we talk about America's Schmeet. Mm. Chris Evans. God bless. Hung dong on the internet. Not on purpose. I mean, Bullshit. it rarely is. <laughs> Do you think that was on purpose? Hot, hot take. <laughs> it was all on purpose. That's, that's all I'm going to say. No further comments. Yep, that's all fair enough. Clever ruse. <laughs> because, yeah, because Chris Evans needed more attention, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. He's backsliding. My favorite part of I that was, was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's response to him. Yeah, he has something. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> my My boy. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to tell me that Jamie Lee Curtis in the year 2020 would be horny on Maine, uh, that would be at least surprising thing <laughs> that past me would have learned about 2020. Yeah, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. I just still have like burned into my mind that series of like four images of her just like ripping someone's soul out, like her just like just 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 yelling. Oh yes, and those are great. Taking, oh, yeah. taking a glass, taking a drink out yeah. of a glass of water with like I love the veins still bulging out of the side of her neck. <laughs> those are great pictures. <laughs> oh shit! God bless I think her. she has said that it's like not actually like, and she wasn't actually mad. It just like the pictures looked that way. Good. 
I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, uh, you must. I mean, I was gonna say you must be a pretty good actress, but I mean, she is. So you know, she maybe. Is. She's very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it tracks. Yeah. It all comes together. Um, and, well, and 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 in her long career of being an actress, she's probably taken a lot of flights on air airplane yes oh there we go TJ that was that was great <laughs> I was gonna connect T, uh, Raymond started talking about trains and I was gonna be like you know what else we got trains planes and automobiles but take out uh, train, two of those and we got the trains, movie we watched <laughs> trains on trains on tracks we're on track to talk about airplanes there we airplanes. go that's great yeah, that's better okay <laughs> planes yeah. trains and automobiles which is a is an American comedy starring Steve Martin and John Candy. Uh-huh, Steve yep, Martin, yep. known as a as an American comic with white hair, another oh, comedy better. actor known <laughs> with white hair, being Leslie Nielsen, who yes. kickstarted his comedy career with the movie that we watched, which is 1980s Airplane. Ah, yeah. Who, who starred in the film's superhero movie with Drake Bell, who is a and a ninth degree member of the Illuminati oh. and responsible for Leslie Nielsen's untimely death at the age of 92. <laughs> also produced by the Zucker Brothers, who co-directed this film. Oh. <laughs> oh, see? There you go. Nice little bow on it. Yeah. I thought we were going Serpico, but it was actually just coming back around. <laughs> you know what I got real upset when I looked this movie up on IMDb? Do you know what the second result was? Hmm. Uh, the Logan Paul movie, Airplane Mode? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. And it's a, I don't know what that is. I, it's just, I don't know what it is either. I know it's just a terrible movie, but the picture, I, I, the poster is it like, is. it's like the airplane, so the airplane, and the actual airplane, the twisted one. Instead, it's an airplane dabbing so you know it's it a, an upgrade from airplane for sure it is a movie it is on netflix because it came up when i searched airplane oh no but what if i would have clicked it, the wrong one <laughs> it came out like two years ago it is just social media stars uh-huh on okay. i saw that and and apparently 70 percent of the jokes aren't even an homage they are just straight up stolen mm. oh really nice. good yeah nice good i, I try to tell so raymond that i, wa- that, I right? watched a yeah, I tried to, right. to to convince Raymond I watched Soul Plane, but he didn't believe me. Well, like, I, because the 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 little seeds of of being, uh, you know, um, of getting into academia with film for for Andy and I started back when we were in the broadcasting class back mm-hmm. in in high school, and there was a kid Good old who days. who like for their their when it was their turn or whatever for making a little video would just recreate scenes from the office it wasn't mm-hmm. like just like, like putting, just a, putting a spin episodes. on it and made it you guys a, be a part of it was, i do remember that <laughs> yeah i'm glad and, i was too old to see that i like i remember andy being filmed for like the part of the montage of them just you know like stealing the music and putting it together or whatever he where he's just like dead-eyed staring into the camera and like stapling papers randomly and that's the funniest thing that happened the whole thing. yeah uh, the only thing i remember is andy like not wanting to be on camera for it but no, had to be because not. it was someone's thing for the broadcast and you he's, could tell in playing, andy's yeah, eyes that he did not want to be there he's playing it up like three percent that is like very genuine disinterest in having anything to do with what's going on yes and it's, it's just a pleasure to watch i wish we could still watch those those are that's like gems. when i had to be on screen for anything broadcast related because we spent uh 90 of that class fucking around doing nothing 
or like oh yeah i would film everything else and plan everything else and then like you have to actually do something (laughs) all right (laughs) Um, i remember that uh i think it was uh so tj you were a year ahead of me but i did broadcast my junior and senior year and my my senior year in that class it just turned out to our teacher's uh dismay i i remember the sadness in her eyes when she realized that it just so happened that our schedule for the last two months of class there was it was like we couldn't have a broadcast to air for the last two months so the last two months there was nothing to do because there was no time available to do the broadcast so she just let me curate a film festival for the last two months of class so we just watched movies for the last two months of my senior year curate a film festival (laughs) Uh just pick movies Andy wanted to watch pretty much I mean that's not so bad no no Oh man! Can you, you believe you that I have not to smoke the smoke reefer behind the bleachers instead? <laughs> Can you guys believe I haven't seen this movie? We were talking about that before. I was oh, a little the one alarmed, asshole who's not seen it in fifty years. <laughs> I was—I mean, like, you call me an asshole for make, that? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna make um, the executive sort of order that in in some sort of feel good direction, be it like Wayne's World or something like this, because like the last three weeks have been fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't even do the last one and, and I, it was, I was rough. feeling tired. <laughs> yeah. I was I was exhausted. So yeah, airplane was just what we needed. It's not even an hour and a half See, long. The jokes you know, per minute are great. Raymond calls me an asshole, but like imagine if I had seen it, we wouldn't have been able to watch it. Oh bullshit. So, I would have just said we're watching it. <laughs> We've done that before. <laughs> the last three movies have made everybody want to shed their fucking mortal coil. So I thought maybe, regardless of the status of everybody who's never seen any of this did did, did this, then we would just do it. I feel like in my like life I probably have seen every scene of this movie right. at some time or another. Mm-hmm. So yeah. seeing it all in a row was good. That was great. <laughs> Well, I feel like out of the four of us, uh, you're the one that has the biggest affinity for uh, bad puns. Mm-hmm. Yes, puns. literally the movie started and Kenzie like, was like, this movie is made for you. And I was like, yeah, it sure this is. is. 100% your brand of comedy. <laughs> it so. is. And I loved oh, it. I loved every minute. I mean, like, and for I like that that's sort of like a balance of like, you know, you can casually watch this and just sort of like listen to referential humor and, and kind of have yourself a giggle at the Ronald Reagan joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. also like the more you pay attention, the more you get out of it. Kind yeah. of, oh, yeah. You know, the more you can mine out of it. And that's what I knew like, going in that I was like, I need to watch the stuff in the background, too, and what's going on throughout the whole thing, because that's a big part of it mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah, I like the like the two voices going back and forth about at the very beginning, the white zone and the red zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I read, those are the actual people who recorded those actual voices at LAX at that time. And oh, they cool! The people and they're who also actually did those announcements. Also married in real life, so uh-huh. it was like uh-huh. a double oh, joke great. in the beginning of the movie. Even that's so good. That's pretty awesome. I I love that it was like the music made it out to be like it was headed to be like a thriller horror movie. Like <laughs> the whole time, like all the ominous music yeah. that was playing and like. What's a- I mean, it's like straight up music, like taken from. There's Jaws early on, right? Yeah, Yeah. Jaws little, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, because like that was also like part of the story to it, right? Was that they had bought the rights to like an old like the movie. This directly spoofs a kind of movie that's like an airplane disaster movie from like the fifties. That's what I was thinking. The actual one specific one. Yeah, they they bought one specific one, and they use a bunch of lines from it. 
which like Good. I think the most uh-huh. famous one is like we have to the the one where they're trying to determine who was all sick is like they have to make sure that like they didn't eat the fish or whatever mm-hmm. and they also that's what I was thinking. Else, the thing is straight from right I, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, it this was, literally you had to like find out who could fly the plane and who also did not eat the fish. Right, right. It's <laughs> like that's straight from the original movie. <laughs> I was thinking like if they would have played this straight, this totally like this is definitely like a plot from some kind of like TV show or like B movie uh-huh. that like could have happened. So that's funny to know that literally it was a movie that happened <laughs> played well, I straight. Think, like the bulk of the dialogue of like the two children that are just played as adults. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, <laughs> like most of that is from that original movie <laughs> i think except for the joke about like the coffee or whatever sure. right uh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, like the little stick at the end but like that interaction uh like all the way up to that point was just from the old original movie and the main joke is that it's just these are two children and, it's funny. <laughs> and i also like the the like you know jokes are coming like when the captain his last name is over like you know that there's gonna be a joke with that eventually and sure enough there is and i was roger all- roger what's our what's our victor victor yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> what's our clarence clarence one, one of my favorite jokes in the whole movie is that um kareem abdul jabbar is playing that character yeah and then it's like 30 minutes into the movie and they make the joke that it's kareem abdul jabbar and it- <laughs> And, and then he, when, like, he, when he, like, passes out, they, like, carry him out. He's wearing his, like, gear. <laughs> so good. I was bought in 100% when they said it's the Mayo Clinic, and they cut, and he has Mayo behind him on the shelves. I was like, all yeah. right, this is it. We're in. Was it, was it cut to five, hold the Mayo? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I mean... The, like well, this, this stead yeah. between like that, the running joke of like, oh, you've got your orders in from headquarters. What is it? It's a big building where a bunch of generals meet, but that, that's not important right yes, now. Yes, every time like that, that came up, the format like, of that coming out was good, and then also time. like Can the steady just... escalation of McCluskey. Like, oh, I picked the wrong week to stop and <laughs> yeah, taking amphetamines. Doing more and more harder <laughs> drugs. The glue is like just... my favorite because then he doesn't uh, like he just loses his mind and he's upside down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you describe the plane? Well, it's very large and it has big wings, and there's a lot of people inside. It looks like a big Tylenol. <laughs> that, that man is my 110% my favorite. Uh, well, he I was, went, he I was went, wild. I went and looked him up on IMDb, and he died of AIDS in the 80s. Oh. It was super sad. He was like one of the first, uh, like, kind of popular actors to uh, be public about having AIDS. Oh. But he's oh, like the best part of this whole fucking movie. Yeah. Wow. My favorite was every time the guy would be like, uh, more coffee. And he would be like, no thanks. No thanks, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mayday, mayday. It's the Russian New Year. We'll have hot hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> well, and the other thing that I think is interesting about his character and kind of what was made this movie really kind of popular and stand out from the other types of comedies at the time is he's really the only like straight up comedy funny actor in the movie. Uh-huh. Everybody else was hired as a as a straight man like they would be a person who was in an actual disaster movie like mm-hmm. Peter Graves Leslie Nielsen wasn't a comedy guy before this movie no right and in fact the the studio was like really against them putting Leslie Nielsen in this movie and they're like he's not funny you can't have <laughs> oh, 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 how dare he's you not, he's not a comedy actor and like that's arguably what he's known best for At is this, this point, movie yeah. now and right. Naked Gun I yeah. remember being just like amazed when I discovered like 15 years ago his like 1950s B movie mm-hmm. like roles like Forbidden Planet mm-hmm. and shit like that. I was like Forbidden I, Planet fucking slaps. It does. Yeah. I love that movie. And it's like it's 
it's they're they're good in their own right, but I mean, I prefer his like the, his take on like just straight face, no nonsense, entirely mm-hmm. comical, you know, mm-hmm. line readings. That's it's it's it, my fa- that is my favorite bit of the movie is Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, and I think that works really well in this movie because you can have those people that are playing it straight, but also they are mm-hmm. hitting you with jokes at 120 miles per hour. Right. Yeah, there are jokes there's like more than a joke a minute in this movie. Oh, easily. oh man. Uh, and uh, sidebar, uh, Julie Haggerty is is high key a babe. She's she's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. She's so good in this movie. Like, look, can I hit you with some hard facts? No. she's fantastic yeah i love it there are a couple jokes that uh don't really hold up in 2020 but i mean not like a name one i don't want to one joke i was that i might not land super great now I was expecting to re because it's been a while since I've rewatched this movie. I was expecting to find more jokes that don't mm-hmm. hold up very well, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad to see that it was only a couple. Yes, for yeah, the most agreed. part, yeah. most of the jokes in this movie are just silly, stupid fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this but, point, there's a lot of jokes that don't land as they were originally created, like parodies of uh-huh. other things that like we no longer have the cultural yeah. reference to, like right. airplane being an airport disaster movie, mm-hmm. you know, but they still work in their own right like one of my my one of my favorite bits is the husband and wife where he orders coffee and then it's like her internal monologue if he yes. never orders coffee he never has coffee at but home that's like he, a he never vomits like a at U-Ban home coffee commercial for one two uh-huh. apparently she uh-huh. was also the person in that ad but they oh didn't realize that so like she never told anyone and it's like only people afterwards were like you hired the woman to do the joke that's so funny and they're like oh shit we did huh <laughs> but it's like that recurring gag of her just be like, he never has coffee at home. <laughs> so never vomit. Jim never vomits at home. <laughs> oh, it's man. just so out of nowhere because it's the only internal monologue you get. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just love that it's sort of posed as this like tiny little li- this little this little peek into this l- the the doubt in this marriage as the crack <laughs> begins to get wider. <laughs> I was I was so surprised. I was like, of all movies that I didn't think referenced this movie, like I mean, I didn't know the movie well enough to like even know other movies were referencing referencing it. But Elf. Yeah. When he dances in, in the uh, paper area in Elf, when he does the dance moves that the guy does in the flashback of dancing, it's the exact same dance moves. And I was like, that blows me away that, like, of all things to reference, they're <laughs> referencing that. <laughs> what? It's a parody of Saturday Night Fever. But yeah, him, like, doing those, like, crazy moves and being able to do, like, without, with his hands not, like, literally not being able to do that physically... But doing it right yes oh. that's that yeah, happens I, he does the exact same moves in this movie and an elf he's like copying oh, the exact okay. same thing that's what i'm saying i know that those dance moves are not original from the airplane i'm okay, saying the way okay. he does it is so repeated it's a parody <laughs> second yes. second yeah. attempt you know, yes like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna question this because <laughs> he's speaking with such authority about the contents of the film elf that i am <laughs> i watch that every year so like, i was like this, this is literally this, shot for shot they, they this took this airplane hardcore fucking mandela effect or something uh, and and I'm just gonna let him have it. Go, okay, it was just like it, Sammy. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. I will die on that. Can confirm. Big if true. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, 
I was I was kind of looking because I had no, I knew that this movie kind of for a couple years, especially in 1980, ruined the plans for all the studios for uh, their upcoming comedy movies because mm-hmm. th- nobody thought that this movie was going to. They were like, whatever, it's this stupid joke movie. No one's gonna go see it. It ended up being the fourth highest grossing movie of 19. 19- of 1980. It made its budget and, back in its first two days. Wow. How, what it was made, the budget? I mean, I, I don't know, but it, it I, was cause I was like expensive, but also probably two around days. a million. Yeah. The whole, well, like, them yeah. crashing the plane through that window, I was like, that's gotta be, that's gotta cost something. <laughs> that's actually, that's... For, for a three-second gag, yeah. yeah like how, how, how much time and energy was Right, exactly. I was like, that cost a lot. struck me when I watched that. Yeah, yeah. 3.5 yeah. million. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like all the other movies uh, around this time that were comedies were not gag comedies. No, they they're were, like Animal House. Yeah, they're situational comedies that aren't like you know they're not coming at you with jokes per minute. They're funny movies because of the situations mm-hmm. and the right. story that mm-hmm. these people are in. So like, really, the only other comedy this entire year that does well is Caddyshack comes out two weeks after this. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. And enough said. <laughs> Yeah, the and Caddyshack, yeah. right? But I mean, those two movies are really the only comedies that end up working because everybody sees Airplane and goes, "That's that's what I want in a comedy." Mm-hmm. And so even you can even look at Mel Brooks movies after this get way more joke per minute. Oh yeah, he was not Robin that far off from Spaceballs. Spaceballs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know those the Mel Brooks movies after this really do become a whole more a lot more focused on like sight gags mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it's very it, it's interesting love a good sight the, gag the, yeah. pretty much this movie was like king of the box office the only thing that was fighting it was uh, it was also about a month after uh, Empire Strikes Back came out so. uh-huh. okay yeah mm-hmm. can you imagine the, being able to go to a theater in 1980 and do a double feature of Empire and Airplane oh man <laughs> that'd be wild and uh, well, and we could we could sit here and quibble all night about what the funniest thing mm. in this movie is. But if we're, if we're getting into the meat of potatoes, yeah, okay. If if we're if we're if we're gonna talk about this like fucking adults, we've already talked about your schmeat. You can get right into your schmeat okay. some more if you need to. I don't want to talk about my schmeat. <laughs> well, just the potatoes. Then we're fine. Okay, just yeah, just continue. the potatoes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is this notion? I think like you know like Todd. Todd Cooper is the main one that's sort of kind of been known for the like you can't make a comedy anymore kind of Todd thing. Phillips. And, Todd Phillips. Or Todd Phillips, excuse mm-hmm. me. Todd yeah. Cooper. Who am I thinking? Yeah, sorry, crossed wire there. Uh, but uh, so uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a thing you hear about like whenever uh, there's like uh, like a retrospective on like Mel Brooks or or anything kind of in this vein. You know, there's like this one's honestly like not got a lot of stuff that makes anybody, or at least you know my hackles, you know, that would kind of would like, boy, <laughs> you know. But you know, as as far as the sentiment of like, oh, you can't make comedy like this anymore, then like, what what what's what's the temperature on it after watching something like this? See, and I, and I don't know if someone could do this movie now because it would all seem like oh we've already seen that all before and it wouldn't be funny you know like that like makes me think of like the vacation movie because it's all like trying to just be gags and but it's because it's all been done before it's not really funny because you know like this was one of the first ones to do it but there is still something that it's still doing that other movies don't 
to be so funny that well, it's like it's, I don't you don't see another movie. I think the problem we had like especially with like the Wayans brothers in the mid to late two thousands with like all of their like spoof movies is that they don't follow a story. It is a joke that they then backpedal into how to fit into a script. Whereas yes. a movie like this, a movie like Walk Hard, are movies that are specifically picking like a single story to tell and then fitting as many skewerings of that trope as possible and as many jokes in the same time while filling it an actual a, story front to back. It is a mm-hmm. it is a spoof of a genre, mm-hmm. not a spoof of specific movies. Where right. the scary movies are, okay, we've got Blair Witch, we've got Scream, we've got Halloween, we've got The Exorcist. We can do specific... Those are mm-hmm. all horror movies. We're just going to do specific uh, parodies of those movies. And I think the Zucker Brothers, who pioneered this mm-hmm. sort of like spoof genre with airplane and naked, naked gun, gun. Mm-hmm. they come back after the scary movies because they take over on scary movie three and they basically run this the parody movie into the ground because mm-hmm. that's when we get the every every couple months there's date movie there's epic movie, yeah disaster, disaster movie, movie mm-hmm. which oh. they all just those all get continuing continuously worse because they really lean into the we are parodying what specific movies have come out in the last literally everything throw everything at it right it's like a nuts what i call hits but parodies right i mean emily and i in the midst of quarantine were like fuck it let's watch disaster movie not that long ago i'm sorry just to see just 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 to see uh what what crucible quick what the fuck we were doing was that was that better or worse for you than devil all the time (laughs) uh, it, it was it was worse I enjoyed Devil all the time wow I can't believe that you heard it here first uh, I remember seeing uh, Disaster Movie oh, specifically ahead. Disaster Movie specifically was parody, parodying things that had not been released by the time they were writing the movie so they were parodying things based on promotional materials and oh. trailers and what they thought was going to be hits so that it would so that they could make fun of Borat like a month after Borat came out <laughs> and it's also probably the most offensive thing I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> I remember seeing Epic Movie in theaters and then when it came out I went over to my friend's house and we watched it and then we went into the settings and there was a fart version where they just randomly put in more farts throughout the yeah. movie and then watch yeah. that version too and oh I was having God. time of my life in middle school that's I can't why believe Sammy is the man he is today <laughs> and that's and why he... I haven't seen Airplane because I was like epic movies at the top there's nothing that could get better than epic movies so I just never watched anymore I remember renting date movie from <laughs> yeah and I saw yeah. and I remember and date was, movie not I being like I even got through awful. epic movie I don't I remember date movie, movie like first one. So yeah, because it doesn't movie. throw everything at you. It tried uh-huh. to be more of a story. Did that one have? Yeah, did that one have? Uh, what like? Wasn't was it Allison Hannigan? Was she in, Fuck, I feel like she yeah. in date but... movie. Yeah, yes. like there's there's some there was some fun shit in that. Yeah, like, see, like that's why I... kill like some Kill Bill jokes and shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I do remember but, the Kill yeah, Bill joke. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it got like super bloated. Right. Yeah. Allison Hannigan crumping is also something that I recall. Oh yeah. <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of the main characters in Disaster Movie is a uh, character actress from Mad TV doing in a bad impression of Amy Winehouse. 
Oh, I recall this. Ugh. Yeah. And just about how much of a slut and drug addict she is. Sure. And Isn't she become some were beast or something in it? Yeah. And okay. I, looked, I was like, <laughs> we were knows way too much about these movies. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching it. <laughs> surprising myself. <laughs> we were watching it. I was Disgusting like, dear God, <laughs> I need, I need to look this up because if this came out anywhere near her death, <laughs> yeah. It it did come out about three years before she died, but it still didn't still doesn't age well. Yeah, does not, not age not very not quickly. Awesome. Does not age well. <laughs> I remember what Meet the Spartans. Oh yeah, oh. I remember watching that one and hating that. Oh, it was yeah. Ooh. Well, Carmen Electra was in that one. What a Ugh. disaster! E. No, that was a disaster. <laughs> no, Meet the Spartans. Raymond, yeah, Meet the Spartans. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I remember try, seeing try, the trailer. Try and keep up, will you? Before seeing <laughs> some other movie that was probably also bad and holy shit I never wanted to see a movie less than when I saw the trailer for Meet the Spartans. Yeah I just don't it's I can't put a, a finger on like the charm of this movie and like why we haven't seen a movie just like this but good like in the last in a long well, time yeah I mean there are I think, but there are other there are other genres they're not this kind of like that's what I'm like saying, like, saying like this yeah, kind of walk yeah. hard is like my last recent reference and that's 2007 I think mm -hmm. and that's a biopic parody yeah. Well, I think that Airplane is making actual, like, well-constructed jokes. Like, there are jokes here that are funny and have punchlines, mm -hmm. whereas something like Scary Movie 4 is literally just, look how many celebrities we can put into it. Isn't it funny that you notice that this is a parody of this thing, and it's aimed right. at, like, a middle school audience, mm -hmm. whereas Airplane is funny to adults as much as it is funny to children. Right. Are you Children should not you? be watching a, uh, Airplane, though, with the amount of gratuitous nudity. Oh, my God. There's, the one there scene? There are two boobies. <laughs> oh, there's two? <laughs> two Wait, where's the, where's the... Oh, is it the magazine no, at the beginning? two total breasts. There's a pair of them. Same. Yeah, there are two, two, two... Well, two no, there's... Total. When the guy's looking at the magazines, there's a nudie magazine that he's looking at at the very beginning of the movie. Of course you would notice that. I spotted Herbert. that. Sammy, was our a, boob detective. Oh, boob was detective. Just, like, just in the rack. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I thought that was like. Uh, don't. It don't was. Me. <laughs> it was jarring for that when that happened. When she just like walked across the screen, stood there for a second, and then walked off. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> that sounds like part of the hysteria. It reminds me of a uh, sex drive. Raymond's favorite. Oh, one of that, Raymond's favorite that movies. That is my favorite movie. <laughs> the, yeah, they were just like we're just <laughs> and gonna that is also have girls like walk by naked. <laughs> <laughs> that is also like a deconstruction of like that genre, but it's right. also that's really only like the extended version, where like the yes. regular version yeah. of that movie is also not. I mean, it's just a more by the numbers raunchier version of that kind of movie. The extended mm. one I is think... awful and also my favorite thing. Because it's they like purposely are being awful and it's great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's literally everything they shot for the movie, including like flubbed lines and like failed like failed scenes and also all the deleted scenes and. Uh, CGI'd people into the background of like extra naked people, men and women. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget well, that, when he runs to the cornfield and then oh, it just cuts just a to nice... a schlong getting hit with like corn <laughs> yeah. for like 10 seconds and it's like, all right. That's just the shot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Never well, forget I think that. that in the early to mid 2000s, that was a thing where uh, studios were only willing to make comedies if they could force the directors to do an extended or unrated mm -hmm. cut mm -hmm. that they could then release on DVD. Mm -hmm. and be like, oh yeah, we can see boobs if we watch and this that movie. One's really Let's go funny buy it. They, they open it with like 
the the writer directors they're a writing team and they're together and they're like we made this please don't watch this before you watch the other movie like right, yeah. watch that one first and then it, like they literally pull out like one of the naked lady models they have and then also the guy and then two of the main actors are there being like oh yeah look at this and Clark Duke <laughs> is like standing I, I next that. to the, the naked man being like good work my man so and I just can't go, believe like, that enjoy the movie and then it goes yeah. to black and goes please we are serious watch the first the original movie <laughs> first before you watch this <laughs> I just can't believe we can blame Airplane for those for all that nudity in those movies that oh, Airplane yeah, did it first blame Airplane mm-hmm. gotta blame Airplane <laughs> I guess we can also blame uh, Airplane for like you know uh, having having athletes in in, in comedy movies as yeah. sort of a shorthand like yeah. OJ's uh, the bulk of well, OJ's filmography yeah. <laughs> yeah Naked Gun Sammy uh, please tell kid. me you've seen Naked Gun of course Raymond you he did the yes saying yes well I mean if we really want to go back I also have not seen Caddyshack like we could just talk about just some great classic comedies that I just have not seen Mary mother of god this is brutal I mean at least we know some movies we can pull out when we're in a dark place we can throw these movies in here for us to lift ourselves up a little bit yeah and and in so far as like the the you know can you make a good comedy thing anymore it's like it's it's hard for me to gauge because you know i'm not a big comedy guy in general this is not really a thing that i seek out uh, too terribly often mm-hmm. and you know it, it just there's i guess not really something that's come out like that's like objectively like i mean guess is, is the nice guys a comedy like, i'd say so, like, yes. but yeah yeah it's, so then, it's like, a different blend like all the you know it's a black comedy I, it's a genre film too right you know, right, right. Like, there's a lot more yeah like dark comedies that are popular now that people watch yeah i think a big problem with someone like Bridge. todd phillips saying that is that like the todd phillips brand of comedy doesn't doesn't age very well. I remember seeing back... Due Date and being upset. Like, and the well, I, I remember not liking it when it I first funny. watched it. Yeah, well, I, I and I think that's that's like Todd Phillips' comedies don't really have jokes. Right. They have they have characters who are assholes being mm-hmm. assholes, and like that's that, funny. Like, and I mean, yeah. I remember the whole <laughs> setup in Due Date where like Robert Downey Jr. is like annoyed with a kid that he has to like spend time with so he like literally punches the kid in like a, the stomach and goes like fuck you and leaves and it's like yeah oh that's a joke cool. oh, we just hate children that's the joke the hangover bradley cooper is playing like maybe the most despicable human oh, being right. alive yeah he's like a, a like sex criminal in that movie and he like gets all the kids to pay 80 dollars for a field trip and then uses that money in las vegas like cool yeah. <laughs> Like, I yeah. watched that movie a bunch. I watched The Hangover so many times when it came out. And, like, yeah, I remember was, watching like, it a lot, too. the next couple years. And then thinking about, like, the setups and payoffs for that movie now, I'm like, holy shit, what was wrong with us for, like, Ken Jeong is, like, he's doing his damnedest, but that is not flattering in the slightest. Well, no, because for... I think that, a, like, a lot <laughs> of the Todd Phillips brand of comedy is mm-hmm. making fun of stereotypes. Uh-huh. And hyping up assholes. 
Mm-hmm. And the bigger dick you are, the more insulting you can be. It's insult comedy, basically. Right. And then, like, shock value. Well, the part that dude, everyone dude. remembers, because he's, like, the Zach Galifianakis part of The Hangover is, like, the most memorable, because he's not being mean. He's just, like, Zach Galifianakis brand weird. Mm-hmm. You know, a and lot that's... Of his, oh, sure. A lot of the jokes that he has in that movie are straight from his stand-up. Sure. Or straight from Zach Galifianakis' stand-up. And, like, mm-hmm. it's all just, like, weird, or he's weird, or, like, he's making, like, Rain Man-style observations. But then, like, is immediately followed with, like, people, like, making fun of him. Like... Yeah. But, <laughs> so. like, there's, there's uh, multiple times where they say paging Dr. Faggot in that movie, and it's like, mm. oh, this is... Yep. Oh, this came out, like, 2009? <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. Very yeah. funny. And then... Todd oh. Phillips comes out and says, "Oh, I can't make a comedy anymore." It's like, "No, you can. You just have to There's ways to be funny without No, no, no. Being He oh, shouldn't make sorry. a comedy anymore. <laughs> like I think we're just I think we're there. Yeah. You he should not make a comedy well, anymore. Sammy, all this time he thought his life was a comedy. <sighs> Turns out. Turns out it was a tragedy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Joker. Uh, oh, oh. did it. What a comedy. We reversed it because comedy, you know? yeah. Well, like, like the main the main thing that I recall from The Hangover because I think I only saw it like twice or whatever is is uh, the Matt Walsh uh, playing uh, playing the doctor and it's like oh, yeah. and they're like asking him how to get somewhere or whatever. He's like, oh yeah 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 sure. It's at the corner of a fuck off and buy a map. Like <laughs> like like <laughs> that's that's the that's kind of the mm-hmm. one. There are you know, funny yeah. there are funny things in that movie, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think that like that's not a movie that's predicated on its jokes no i mean like the biggest breakout scene in that that changed comedy for like 10 years was mike tyson showing up as himself where then like for 10 years there was got to be like a celebrity cameo out of nowhere yep to do something that still kind of happens or the end the end credits started them yeah the end credits that are just the oh we found the camera we got the pictures developed and Mm -hmm. then the end credits is just like how how more, how offensive can we make each of these pictures? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, and like, what was it? Uh, oh God, the thought just left my brain. Never mind. Come back to me. All right. <laughs> I thought that was, it was funny. I was looking through the the trivia for this movie, and the Zucker brothers said that there was like one scene that they're always disappointed with didn't land. Is that like there's one um, uh, control tower scene where they. Like in the beginning of the scene, a spear goes through to like a cork board behind them. As like yeah, a, I didn't, a I didn't joke. get that. And then like at the end of a scene, a watermelon drops and like breaks on their desk. It's like, like immediately following. They're right next. Yeah. To, they're right It's, after it's like two yeah. minutes in between. And like yeah. they listed those as different jokes. It's like that's within the same minute or two minutes, you know. But it's like yeah, yeah. That didn't like I don't think those two bits are funny either. But it's funny like forty years later that they're like. They were like, oh, those didn't land. We wish those were funnier. And like 40 years later, I still don't find the humor in it. But like, yeah, but I was like, that, was funny I, to them. I was like, I was that that was one of those where I was like, I must just not get the reference. Like, what are they trying they to reference like in that? People. Yeah, that's why. I, 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 that's good to know because I just was like, I don't get this reference. I guess because maybe that was funny back then. But it's good to know that it was uh, one of the ones that didn't really ever land. Uh, I oh, I remember what I was saying now. Um, I think, uh, as far as, like, the, the greater, like, contemporary landscape, like, part of the, like, the major thing that sort of, like, like, uh, sort of dominates the conversation before comedy even comes out is part of the marketing strategy is, like, what, what camp are you in on the, on the comedy thing? Are you, like, are you, are you part of, like, this, like, 
oh, we're irreverent. We're doing this. This is your dad's comedy because your dad likes Mel Brooks, and we're gonna make jokes about <laughs> like whatever is is the one end of it, and then the other end of it is like you know your your Ghostbusters right. or whatever, where it's like the the none of nine none of these movies can stand on their own merits because it's already politi- politically charged from the get-go before like the movie even comes out based on like whether this is like a throwback to the g- good old comedy where you can actually say what you're thinking or uh-huh. or it's you know like the, the what they did to poor Chris Hemsworth in that <laughs> in that stupid fucking Ghostbusters movie <laughs> like like oh, you mean the best part of that movie <laughs> oh boy, yeah, he's he's so he's so dumb. He he heard a loud noise and he covered his eyes. So oh boy, he's so dumb. Look how dumb he is. I haven't seen look, that. look at this. Look at this poor. I forgot that that, that literally has, like, happens a, in the movie. Reptilian brain formed enough to keep telling him to do involuntary actions. But man, like does he look good? But boy, is he pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that's that's I think a bigger part of the landscape to where like you know the stuff that isn't part of that conversation on on either side of it and it doesn't get near as much attention like something that isn't trying to draw attention to itself that way, and and I don't know I guess those are those are the ones I'd rather be talking about you know but yeah like you said the the the, the landscape's very different now in the in the in the comedy world as far as like yeah like the the world that an airplane was made in is not the world that we 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 live in mm-hmm. now no. and that's not and that's everything i suppose from down the line of like how studios are are vertically integrated versus you know versus you know uh distribution traditionally you know like we don't even know what the fuck we're going to be looking at as for a film industry for like the next like two years right. like, you know i saw like the first rumbling from like one of uh, the friends that i had on facebook uh from uh, New Mexico about like some stuff starting to get rolling again mm-hmm. but you know it's that whole industry has been bombed out for six months like yeah. it's yeah. yeah it's it's the, it's nuts well and I mean even before all of this happened studios are not willing to make comedies really anymore no well like, they don't do well internationally they are uh-uh. so unto the countries that they come from yeah. where like senses of humor do not translate well like british british humor is like in a very specific sector of of the united states where that's like welcome a lot of your romantic comedies get pushed straight to netflix these days mm-hmm. netflix right. well buy, and netflix is really the only studio that's like making comedy stuff well, and in the in this world of already like you know four quadrants and bean counting or whatever, like how much fucking worse is that going to be now that they've taken such a financial hit? You know, mm-hmm. like when when Waiting for the Barbarians had an international gross of ninety five thousand dollars. Like, what what the, what the fuck is this world going to look like? We're not going to get any of Waiting for the Barbarians for a long time. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Ugh. I don't and know. So what as you're far as. It's it's uh it's it's like a, you know an art house thing with like Mark Rylance, uh, Johnny Depp, and Robert Pattinson. Oh fuck! And, All right. Yeah, and it's like an adapted uh, from this novel from this uh, South African author, and the book did really well. Oh, it checks out because so. I hadn't heard of it either. So that checks out that it made no money because I didn't even hear about it. <laughs> yeah, it was like I got released on like August seventh, and uh, yeah, and it didn't uh, probably recoup the catering budget for this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be a very very different, not necessarily brave new world. Afterwards, I mean like. 
it's tough because you look at it, there's sort of historical perspectives after things like the black death about like how you know it created opportunity for new things blah 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 if you want to try and find like a silver lining in it but like i don't think that there's going to be like a post-covid film boom like i don't i don't no. know not for a while i don't see that happening yeah no well <laughs> you know what all this these comedy <laughs> Comedy movies has made me really want to. Uh, all this talk has made me want to go watch Tropic Thunder because that's a that's a classic. That's, <laughs> that's another one. That's a perfect skewering of a specific yes. genre. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a good one. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> is there an airplane? There's not an airplane too. Yeah, there is. Yes, there is. They oh. wouldn't do it though. It's not the Zuckers. Oh, it's like okay. it's someone else. They they said oh. they did every airport gag that they could think of in one movie, so they denied. Like they cl- declined doing another one. Well, this one's this one's in space because yeah. it's a post Star Wars world. Right. So. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. The um. I I did watch something afterwards. I I was looking up if there was any like interviews with the Zookers about this mm-hmm. movie, and in like 1981 or two, they went on David Letterman to talk about oh. directing Airplane, and mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought it was really funny because the movie had was a huge success at that point. Had made something like forty million dollars or something like that by that point, and that's what that's what Letterman opens with. He goes, you know, this is a huge hit. This movie has made forty million dollars and kind of like changed your guys' life, right? And immediately, one of the Zucker brother goes, "Yeah, well, the studio keeps most of it, so we don't actually get to see like very much of it all." And Letterman goes. Yeah, so like after the studios, how much you see? He was like, we we only get like six million dollars each, and then Letterman's like, oh boo, fucking who? <laughs> like, and, and he was being serious, like try, trying to be like, yeah, we got fucked. We only get like six million dollars each, and it's like, well, can you know, you it's tough when like you make the movie that like makes the year, and then you see you don't get part of it, but then you have to have like I under- the context of you just like had the best payday of your life. Right. Yeah. That, like another five times. Yeah. Not everyone can be George Lucas at this time. George right. Lucas also put in his entire like put up all the funding for that movie, so he gets to reap most of the benefits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and not only that, they get to go on to have an illustrious career after that. You know, right. it's like they get to make other comedies. It's not just that you had a success. All- you get to do whatever you want after that. It's all about the money, Andy. Yeah. Gotta be making that money. Yeah. I guess you do. Do you still think that Letterman would rather talk to them than Harmony Corinne? Uh, yeah. I would. They were friends with <laughs> David Letterman, so I would imagine yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I tried to make it through a compilation of his various late-night performances, and it's uh, it's it's something. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a good time. <laughs> I do not like Harmony Corinne. Ah, uh, why do you hate fun? Andy? <laughs> I also don't, I don't like him. <laughs> I think he's insufferable. <laughs> I've not I, seen a single film. I enjoy one of his movies, and it's not the one that people like. No, oh, okay. I liked The Beach Bum. I dislike all of his other movies. <laughs> well, you don't like Spring Breakers? Spring no, Breakers, I Andy. That. I hate that movie. <laughs> why are you acting suspicious? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you keep, you know, sending me pictures of you like filleting a gun barrel, though. Yeah, <laughs> with the, you with obviously the text- taken some cues from this film. Oh, the accompanying text message of "Look at all my shit." 
yeah. Look at all this shit. Look at all my shit. Speaking <laughs> yeah. speaking of flating, we can't end this episode without talking about my favorite character, the autopilot. Oh, autopilot. autopilot. Yeah, he's oh, like the best. <laughs> Otto is also listed in the cast as himself. And on IMDb, he is as well. Oh, that's yeah. so good. He's in airplane one and two. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I love. I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he could be like Robbie the robot. Like, he could pop up in something else. Yeah, he should. That'd be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when Oversee Under Stone plays, we have uh, one of those owls that you put on top of buildings mm-hmm. to, like, scare away mm-hmm. uh, pigeons and shit. Uh. Uh, and we named him Mr. Tibbs uh, after the Sydney Portier uh, character. <laughs> and so he runs security. I, it would be really nice if we had security and an autopilot on hand <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. for, for live gigs in case, you know, like a pedal, you know goes out yeah and i need a new battery or something i can just be like get the autopilot <laughs> or like you, just, put their you just like go you could, on the pedal then, yeah. then it turns into a very different show <laughs> yes. when I, I was saying like just for a song you just let him take over you go take a break and he just does it for you <laughs> i mean yeah. in a perfect world yeah i would love i would love for that <laughs> well uh, I do, I do thank you, TJ, for picking a lighthearted comedy. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you so, so much. much. Yes. Oh yeah. Needed sitting it so down, bad. Sitting down and watching a funny breezy watch for an hour and twenty minutes was, it was nice. So yep. I do thank you for that. Anytime. You're a sweet yeah. boy. Well. And uh, I mean, we're okay. I'm waiting for the thank you for me for not having seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. We were gonna watch it whether you seen it or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, we got Caddyshack and uh, Naked Gun on the list of, uh, when we need it for movies I haven't I, re- seen. I had repressed that information already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't think uh, about too much, it hurts. I'm excited uh, that uh, after this, it's uh, spooky movies from here on out for five yeah. weeks. We gotta we gotta watch some, some spooky movies, boys. It's, it's oh, spooked over. I'm so oh, excited. I'm excited for that. I'm just so excited that we all get to pick one, and then we all get to come together to pick the one for Halloween. That'll, that's just going to be... I'm so excited. I want to pick something, like, patently fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to blindly pick some dumb fucking thing. No, it's probably going to be a Netflix original. I know. Raymond I, told me what he uh, is was thinking about picking, and I feel like uh, he ha- he should pick it. But I won't say it, just in case he decides not to. I, don't <laughs> I, have, I already have mine picked out, and it's a classic, so I'm excited about that. Oh, okay. But you, you, don't, you don't have to go to a theme. We can pick whatever the hell we want. That's yeah. the just beauty. Spoo- just spoopy. Just yeah. gotta be spoopy. Yeah. All the discussion that we can have off microphone. We don't have to bore the <laughs> listeners. With, with I'm trying to get them excited, on. Andy. A For month of spoop. Get, yeah, you don't want to get <laughs> the logistics? No. Sure? Spooptober is my numbers? favorite. I mean, if anybody out there wants to get in logistics with us, you can always send mm. us a tweet at uh, NSAOTpod. Or send us an email at never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. Yeah, I love logistics. That's what you should be about. <laughs> Only send Raymond logistics questions. I mean, Only if send anyone Raymond sends me anything, it'll be a miracle. So. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, I'll just send them all the different invoices of the different uh, pod bean receipts that I've received over the last three years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Beautiful. I sort through those. There you go. That's, the, that's, a, that's, that's how we crunch our numbers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, well. I think uh, I think that about does it for this week's episode of Never Seen Any of This. We will be back next week for the beginning of Spooktober. Yeah, so excited! Uh, yeah, we, we will. Uh, we'll keep going at it. We'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, we say bye. Bye. bye.